whatever you do, don't fall asleep. Hi, I'm Chucky. Wanna play? Sometimes, that is what I Look at me, Damien. <laughs> Sour people love you, though. I am the devil, and I am here to do the devil's work. We all go a little mad sometimes. You know, it's Halloween. I guess everyone's a type of one good scare, huh? What an excellent day for an exorcism. Open the pod bay doors, Hal. I'm sorry, Dave. I'm afraid I can't do that. Hello, welcome to Horror Movie News. My name is Scott. Uh, my name is Mark. And you're in for another special bonus, super duper wonderful episode. Um, it's not my it's... birthday again, is it? <laughs> no, it's not your birthday this week. <laughs> no, it's not your birthday, is it? Have I missed it? <laughs> no, it's not my birthday either. Uh, We're going to be talking a little bit more about The Love of Horror, uh, which is tomorrow, because this has come out on a Thursday instead of a Friday. Um, So me and Mark and Elise from YouTube as well are all on our way to The Love of Horror. Uh, We're going to be there Saturday from lunchtime uh, through to the after party and beyond. And then all day Sunday. Not sure what time we're going to get there Sunday during the day after the after party. No, if at all. We'll see how Saturday goes. Yeah, I, I'm not being funny. After I've danced topless to Tim Capello with a saxophone, I may be too ashamed to go and show my face again. Yeah, and if you do do that, just notice that I will be miles away from wherever you are. You will be it close enough that you could live stream it. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, okay. As long as I can film it from a comfortable distance, I'm not going to be associated. Yeah, d- d- coming live from For Love of Horror, Scott Topless <laughs> Dancing with Tim Capello. I may have to bring costume for that just in case anybody recognises me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe he'll, do you reckon he'd share his baby oil with me? We could both be oiled up on the stage. You're making this worse, man. I don't need to put that in my mind right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, when we're at the event, there is a couple of things I'd like you all to do. If you are there, try and track us down. Uh, if you track us down, we'll give you some free stickers. Um, we'll say hello. We'll give you a chance to speak into the phones and our mics and give your thoughts on the event, give your thoughts on movies, pretty much anything. And then on the Friday after the event, we're going to release an episode that's going to have all of your clips in it. And we're going to give kind of a kind of a rundown of how the weekend went and what we got up to and loads of behind the scenes stuff. We're going to try and get as many celebs as, as well. Um, I don't know how that's going to go. First convention I've done. So First convention for me too. Um, I've done a tattoo convention prior to this, but this will be the first horror-based convention I've done. So it's going to be a to be an interesting experience. I'm curious to see how it pans out. But there's a lot of people going that we already know. These, I mean, Katie and Zephyr are going to be there. Jim from Jim's Retro Emporium, and they're going to be there. And numerous other people have messaged you, yourself saying that they're going to be there. So yeah. we're expecting to see a lot of recognisable faces along along the journey. Yeah, there's a host of people on um, TikTok who. I'll be honest, I only know them from their TikTok videos. And I think that for me is going to be really surreal. So like some of these accounts that I follow just going to be like, oh, hi. I was going to be like, okay. there's going to be lots of like, oh, my God, it's you. It's you. Yeah, but you do realise how many people you upset on TikTok on the daily. Yeah, I, I do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really, really thinking about not going with you to this event, actually. <laughs> um, the other thing you can do, when you do find us and we give you a sticker... Uh, if you take a photograph with us or a photograph of you wearing our sticker and tag us on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, Facebook, wherever you want to, tag us in a photograph, in a post, not on a story, in a post so I can see them after the weekend. I'm going to pick one of those people 
and I'm going to let you pick anything you want from the You Run podcast shop. Anything at all. You can have a T-shirt, you can have a beach towel, you can have a sticker. I'm pretty sure you won't take a sticker when it's free. Um, <laughs> leggings, literally anything on there you want, you can have that and I'll ship it to you free just for just for taking a photo and, and sharing it on social media. That's very cool. What's the most oh. expensive thing on the store? I think the most expensive thing is actually the wine tumbler. A wine tumbler? Yeah, there's a wine tumbler. We have tumbler. a wine tumbler? Uh, we don't. True Crime does. It's True Crime with a splash uh, of wine, wine tumbler. That would make a lot more sense in True uh, Crime. But we, we have got a pint glass, though, which is more appropriate to this show. Oh, OK. okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you can pick literally anything you want and you can have it for free. At the event, who are you looking forward to seeing the most? I don't know. It's been a strange. It's been a strange sort of road towards the event, really, because we were such a big announcement early on with all the Halloween cast taking part, Tom Savini taking part. There's been so many dropouts along the way, so it's now not featuring any of the Halloween original Halloween cast, which was the ones I was most excited for. Um, I mean, you had PJ Souls, you had Nick Castle. I think everybody who was involved in that production, barring John Carpenter and Jamie Lee Curtis, were attended. Um, We've still got Daniel Harris and Scout Taylor Compton going, which is going to be yes. great. I think Damien Leone and uh, I forgot the character who plays Terrifying now. They're uh, both going to be there. David Howard Thornton. David oh, Howard um, Thornton. He's in yeah, costume he's in, as well. He's in costume, yeah. Uh, Daniel Harris is in costume as well. She's in a H4 Jamie Lee Curtis. Uh, Jamie is, Curtis. H4 Jamie Lloyd costume. Is she not too old to be dressed as a clown now? I don't know. She's still only about three foot two, isn't she? So, <laughs> <laughs> so she'll, she'll pull it off, I'm sure. Uh, uh, we've also got the entire cast of Dream Warriors bar, Freddy. We have, yes. Even Heaven Langdenkamp, Heather Langdenkamp is going to be there. Yeah, and I need to have some strong words with Heather Langdenkamp about some comments she made recently. What's she been saying? She What's says that? that she wants to return and fight Freddy one last time in a legacy sequel, which is pretty cool. She needs to get off of the back of the Halloween hype train and stop hoping for a legacy and leave it be. Yeah, I think that's what it is. I think she's been attending events and she's been to the Halloween Ends premiere, aren't she? And she's sort of seen the success that Curtis has had off the back of it. And she's like, ah, I quite fancy a little bit of that. Yeah, I, I don't. They've got two options where they either revive her from the dead because she died in Dream Warriors, which I don't want to see because that's stupid. How did she die in Dream Warriors again? I can't remember how she died. Ki- Freddie kills her. I can't remember. Yeah, I know obviously Freddie kills her, but I mean, does he like, I can't remember what it was. Does he pull her in? Because they go into the, the mansion dream world. Yeah, she, end, she tries to save one of the, she sacrifices herself to save. Patricia Arquette, isn't it? I can't remember yeah. her character name. Yeah. Um, but how does she die? Like, she gets stabbed? Does she? Yeah. She, she, she just fades into nothingness, doesn't she? Yeah. He so unless he can write it in a way where that makes sense. And... Yeah, I, I don't want to see that. The other option is to follow on the new Nightmare. And I love New Nightmare, but. I love I, New Nightmare. I don't want to see Freddy in that world again. I no. want it to go back to the dream world. I, I th- I'd love to see him do a cameo. The thing is as well, like it's it, the problem I have with it is like, I love Halloween. You all know I love Halloween, but it's, it, it is the one franchise where you can legitimately get away with branching off in new timelines and picking up from the first one and starting on a different olive branch. But Freddy and the Nightmare series is so consistent and one fluid story, even though people tell me New Nightmare isn't, I still am going to stand by it being part of a, an overall arc from start to finish with new with the original Nightmare on Elm Street. Um, to then go back and, and branch that off, and I'd, I don't know if that would sit well with me. I don't think it would sit well with many. I don't think it would sit well with Nightmare fans. I would be very annoyed if they branched yeah. off a new timeline. 
I think the only way that that franchise is ever going to succeed is with a remake, a consistently solid remake. I mean, yeah. I didn't mind the remake, I'll be honest. I, it's got its problems, but I didn't mind it. Um, but I don't think you could go back and then do a sequel to Dream Warriors and ex- expect fans to ignore part four and five as if it's not. No, I, I don't think you can, but I'll have that, con- no doubt I shall have that conversation with her. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> she's not going to be happy talking to you about that kind of stuff you know that don't you <laughs> probably not but hey I, I paid for a ticket I paid for a meet and greet I could say what I like yes. <laughs> uh, we've also got Naomi Grossman uh, Pepper from American Horror Story and... who you are friends with so hopefully uh, you could get us I, I, I will try I will try my best I'm not making promises she is a <laughs> she is a big star and I am just a, a blip on the radar she appeared on the show once and probably doesn't remember me that well <laughs> I don't know. It's pretty, still pretty solid that she came on the show. That's still cool, man. Yeah. Uh, her, this was before um, my time. Her, her producer remembers me because I still talk to Alec. Um, so he knows yes. who I am. Yes. Um, Have you had any news recently about the sequel to that? Uh, I I taunted him yesterday. So he'd done a thing saying that 1BR was now available on Prime. Um, and it's time for everyone to come and join the dinner party. And I retweeted it basically saying, that's great. I still think this is an excellent movie for anyone who loves cats. Also, I think it's about time you stop tickling our balls and give us a sequel now. <laughs> did you get a response to that? Uh, I, I did. I got, you know, the emoji face where they just do like the smiley face, but it's a straight line across the mouth. Yeah. I got that. It was like, oh, fuck. okay. It, it was a yeah. fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> but speaking of, while we're on the subject, just to drop in there, the film that we did earlier on in season five, I believe one of the first episodes I did before we got the ball properly rolling with me as being a permanent guest is The Welder. That is currently doing the festival circuit at the moment. We'll likely have a permanent release either on streaming or physical copy at some point. So don't think we've forgotten about it and don't think that it's not there within the bank. It's just they are making their rounds as it stands right now and you probably will hear something shortly about release for that, I would have thought. Yeah, and the second you hear about that, David Liz will be on this show to tell you all about it in detail. Yes, yeah, because he's still in contact with us both regularly and uh, yes. keeping us up to date with how things are going. So and I can't it, wait for you all to see that. It's a great film. So hopefully, yeah. fingers crossed, we'll have some news for you in the coming weeks for what's yeah. happening with that. And he's a lovely guy as well. One of the nicest yeah. people I've met doing this show. So, so, so yeah. nice. Yeah. Um, also, at For Love of Horror, that I'm really excited for, is Billy from Gremlins. I forgot he was going. Zach Gala 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 that one. Not the Galafanakis yeah, hangover, it. but the other one. Yeah, the other one. <laughs> um and I am I'm, I'm really excited to see him because when I've met him I do want to go, bye bye, Billy. <laughs> Did, have I seen something recently that there's gonna be a new Gremlins film in twenty twenty three or is that just is that there like... is a Gremlins cartoon animated series called Secret of the Mogwai, which apparently is going to be like a filler gap to fill the last two decades, three decades, and then there's going to be another movie. He looks shy. I've seen the animation for it. I'm really not on board for that. It looks very yeah. childish. Um, but yeah, I, I thought I'd seen like some sort of mock-up poster. I didn't know if there were sort of rumours circulating regarding a, a part three that that's yeah. why I brought it up. Yeah, it's because see him. There's also um, the dude from American Werewolf in London. Yes. He's going to be there. I can't remember his yeah. name either. And half the cast of Fright Night as well. And half the cast of Fright Night. See, we're saying this. I know we've got quite a lot of cancellations. I mean, Tom Savini dropped out the other day. Um, but like they said in the post, when they, they shared the announcement that Tom Savini weren't coming, and a lot of people were kicking off in the comments saying, we want a refund, we want this. And he's like, 
the poor guys who were doing the event was like, look, we're really, really sorry. Obviously, we can only do so much, but these actors and these these horror icons need to be willing to come to this event. You know, we can only yeah. throw so much money at them. If they don't want to be here to, to meet and greet you, we can only do so much. I mean, yeah, I imagine Savini's been stringing them a line since last October, because I imagine they put this stuff well in advance a year. In, oh, I mean, we yeah. booked our tickets. As soon as we'd seen on Facebook and Instagram everything from For Love of Horror last year, we immediately booked our tickets early November for this year. Yeah. Well, we booked so our I tickets imagine... before they pretty much announced anyone. We were we yeah. were already on our way. Exactly, exactly. So I'm assuming that they well in advance put this stuff in. So if they've been back and forth with Savini's people for well over eight, nine months, and they get to the week before, you can only imagine they're just as disappointed and heartbroken as we are. So if you are yeah. one of those people commenting and giving the event runners some shit, just have a little bit of fucking perspective. It's not their fault, you know? No, because I imagine their response when they got told no was they stopped their email, for fuck's sake. Because that Imagine having to then put that post out and be like, oh, this is just not going to sit well. <laughs> no. It's, to be fair, it's how I feel every time I post about Scream or Halloween, to be fair. <laughs> every time every time i make a meme and then i go post i go oh should i have done that i probably shouldn't have done that <laughs> um also news this week uh so we're getting a legacy sequel to twister i think i've seen something about this yeah so helen hunt is back i mean to be fair though it would make sense for helen hunt to be back and be the main because she was the main yeah. protagonist sort of thing in, in Twister, I suppose it was. She was a she was a Twister chaser, wasn't she? Yeah. What she was Bill Paxton's role in that? I can't really remember. He, he, was he, he just was, caught up in it or was he Yeah, I think he was a reporter. It's been a long time since I've seen Twister. It's been so long. I can't remember whether he was a Twister chaser too or he just dropped out and retired or they just he just got caught up in our whirlwind. Um do you want to hear what they're calling it? <laughs> Twister Fing- two? <laughs> Finger of God. No fuck Oh, no way. <laughs> yeah, because that's what they mention it in the first one. It's what a specific class of hurricane or tornado is called a finger of God. I'm sure that's a working title and it'll get changed. I would imagine so. That's not going to go down too well, is it? Uh, finger of God. What are you going to see at the weekend? Finger of God? Sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, speaking, they really need to rethink that. Speaking of legacy sequels, uh, Saw 10. So I saw a post today. Uh, John Kramer will return. It is a sequel, not a prequel. I don't understand how that works because I saw him autopsied in Saw 6 or 7 or 5. I haven't made my way past part 2. Is it is, is Spiral 9 or is that its own thing? <sighs> Spiral's kind of officially 9, but it's his own thing and Spiral was bad. So there is eight Saw films and then yeah, Spiral. And then and then, spiral. So they're obviously, if they're calling this number 10, then it's obviously the classic Spiral is number nine, I can imagine. Yeah, they're not they're not linking Spiral into this, I hope. I hope Chris Rock... Yeah, never... it's a 10 of these films. Yeah, Chris Rock needs to never, ever go near a horror movie ever again. Yeah, he needs to just stick to playing a zebra in Madagascar, I think. <laughs> or getting <laughs> smacked by Will Smith. <laughs> Either that or going and doing uh, more Adam Sandler movies. Grown Ups 3. I'm sure he needs a paycheck for Grown Ups 3. <laughs> I think he makes more than enough money out of Will Smith stories at the minute. I don't think he needs to do anything, really. Yeah, this is true. Um, well, so have you got anything else for news? Uh, yeah, I mean, I've 
I have and I haven't really. I mean, there was a, there was an announcement that they are making the first Omen, which is coming out in 2023. Um, this... David, David Gordon Green again? I fucking hope not, man. I hope not. <laughs> that dude needs to just keep his fingers off off legacy films. Um, I can only assume this is a prequel to the Omen series. How much of it I know, I don't really. I mean, from what I can see from the suggested poster art, it's a baby being held by a devil's hand. So who really needs to... I mean, what can a devil baby do? I mean, Omen, Damien's pretty young in the first one, isn't he? He's got to be yeah. five. Five or six, he's not old. So what are they going to do? Toddler years of Omen? I don't, I don't, uh, I don't no, care but, where the, this is going. But I, I think it's going to have to be a different character because they explain quite clearly how all of it comes to pass. Right. Unless I, I haven't seen any of these films, to be honest. Yeah. Isn't one of them like, like a soldier in one of them or something like that? Yeah, he's, he's born evil, is long and short of it, but it doesn't really, in the story, the original movie, it doesn't really manifest until he's older. So unless he's going to be like burning down his cot and like slapping his mum when she tries giving him milk or something, I can't see what they're going to do. Uh, well, for the first time ever, I can say this and actually mean it. Evil dies tonight because we will not be talking about this shit for any more. Um, <laughs> other than uh, that, no, I mean, oh, did you catch the Megan trailer? That was pretty cool. Uh, it, it's weird. It's like a, I don't know, it's like a Chucky, but not. It's like, yeah. a, it's, it's, it's like the Chucky, Chucky reboot, but a girl doll. Yeah, and it's it's weird for me because as freaky as I found the trailer to be and as creepy as I, I thought it was, it's very clearly just a child with a mask on, not an animatronic doll. She, props to the child performer who's in this role. She, she's clearly doing a very convincing job, but she doesn't move robotic enough for me to be like, oh, that's a robot. I mean, AI is pretty intelligent, but that's she's basically just a kid with a rubber face. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I think time will tell on that one. I'm not, I'm not rushing to... See no, that it didn't fill it, me with excitement. No, it's basically like a mix between the orphan and uh, sorry, orphan and Chucky, really, as yeah. far as I can as I, far as I can picture it. More child's play remake than actual Chucky doll, from what I can gather. Yeah, which I don't I don't mind that. Well, no no doubt at some point it'll appear on, on a show somewhere. Um Terror yeah. Train's getting a remake, so more Jamie Lee Curtis stuff being remade. She won't be coming back for that though, will she? No, it's just, it's a straight it's a two B original. I've seen a poster as well, and it looks like the most straight up OC cast you've ever seen in your life. It looks ridiculous. Yeah, do you know I've got a real issue with all these people saying it's a two B original? Because it's not, it's a remake. It's not two B's. It was never no. two B's. It's a remake, so now it's a two B original. Like the monsters yeah. was they did that recently on um Shudder with the um Slumber Party Massacre or Slumber House Massacre. Yeah. Like a two B original Slumber House uh, Shudder Originals, Slumber Pie Mask. I'm like, well, it's not a Shudder Original. It's, it's a remake of a, of a well-established 80s yeah. franchise. Yeah, they, they should call these things like a Tubi Original Remake. Yeah, I'll, t- I'll exactly. take that. I accept that. I would. Um, yeah, apart from that, the only thing I've really got is uh, Salem's Lot is going to be released the same day as Evil Dead Rise. Ooh, that's bold. I think that's a very bold choice because one of those movies, because of that, is going to bomb. Yeah, they've either got to be extremely confident to go up against a, a solid franchise like Evil Dead um, in what they've got, especially with the fucking the history that Stephen King's been having. I mean, don't get me wrong, it's Pennywise, it franchise was fantastic. Even the second one, although a lot of people hated it, I loved it. 
And then he followed that up with the dreadful, dreadful, dreadful Pet Cemetery remake. Yeah. Um, and then everything else since then has been like Netflix remake originals. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't um, know. I reckon one of those will, will change their mind and move. I reckon Evil Dead will move and push it back again. I hope not. I hope not. I'm so curious about Evil Dead. We were supposed to be getting that this year. Um, But then again, my confidence in it has grown because it has gone from streaming services to theatrical release. So there must be something about it that's had... Because in order to push it from streaming to theatrical, there must be a serious budget allowance for marketing. So someone's pumped some money into it due to confidence in the project. So I'm kind of hoping Evil Dead is going to give us something positive next year. Um. Yeah, because I don't got... know a lot about Salem's Lot. I'll be honest with you. I've never seen the original. All I know is that it has a creepy Nosferatu face on it. Is it Nosferatu? Yeah, but Stephen King's version. Yeah, pretty much. I think that's pretty much the best way to describe it. It's one of the best vampire horrors, as far as I'm concerned. I love it. Yeah, you know um, me. I'm not a big vampire guy. No, maybe we he... should talk to Heather about this. <laughs> no, he doesn't sparkle. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, I see where. <laughs> Well, I think that's it for me for news. And oh, uh, the only other thing really I've got is, um, did you catch on the Talk Scary to Me podcast beef that's been kicking about on the internet, <laughs> where Jamie Lee Curtis told Daniel Lloyd and Taylor Scout, what she called Scout Taylor Compton, to basically Scout Taylor Compton and Daniel Harris to basically stay in your B lane. <laughs> <laughs> it was also to do with the um, premiere of Halloween Ends, wasn't it? They had some photos done on the red carpet. And she was well, a bit yeah, like, there was. I haven't listened easy. to the episode. Yeah, I haven't listened to the episode. I'll be honest with you, and I'd I'd never listened to an episode of their podcast either. But it's some ruckus that I saw kicking off on Facebook earlier. They were saying that um, they were like hurried along the red carpet event, like they turned up. I'm like, well, first of all, this isn't your Halloween film, so why you would have limelight on that red carpet in the first place is is beyond me. You know, you you walk down it like a normal person. Yeah. Um, no one's there to have photos with you. They're there to see the cast of the new film. You're just a guest. And then I think, didn't they, basically they had some sort of interaction and meeting with Jamie Lee Curtis. I think it's the first time Daniel Harris has ever met her, especially in, and Scout Taylor Compton as well, who plays yeah. Laurie in the remake. It was the first time she'd ever met her too. So obviously these two are big Halloween fans. They've played characters without the franchise and getting to meet Jamie Lee Curtis is obviously a big thing. So, but... It's the saying goes, doesn't it? Don't ever meet your idols. <laughs> it didn't go well for him, did it? They basically got told that I've never seen any of the Halloween films and I'm not really interested in coming on your show and who the hell are you guys? <laughs> basically. And, uh, the thing is, they ripped, from what I've seen, they ripped her to pieces saying it's terrible, she's part of a franchise, she, she doesn't watch. From the very, very beginning, in 1978, I've seen interviews where Jamie Lee Curtis says, I don't like horror movies. I don't watch them. They scare the shit out of me. I won't even watch my own horror movies. Yeah. I mean, she's changed. built a career on being in horror movies, but it doesn't mean to say she has to watch them once she's done filming them. No, exactly that. And she, I, I imagine she probably watched the latest trilogy. I would say she probably watched that through to the end to see it done. Yeah. But the thing is, though, when you're involved in a project, you're not going to find it scary because if you're watching something back and you see Michael Myers walking towards you and you're watching it, you're like, ha, that's Jude. Yeah. <laughs> That's James Jude. He's, yeah. oh, I remember filming this scene. He yeah. fired afterwards after the camera rolled. It was really, really Exactly. Funny. This <laughs> yeah. is the third take of this because he tripped over that stick and he smashed his face on the car. It was so funny. Should have <laughs> yeah, seen exactly. It. So she's not going to find any scare element in her own films. But I'm not being funny. I don't not, know. I think it's really watching... disrespectful for him to come out and call her out on this podcast. I really do. I mean, 
this professional courtesy and I think you need to just stay in your lane a little bit. You know, if you're disappointed, yeah. you guys go home and talk about it amongst yourselves. But to call her out on the internet like they have, I think it's really, really rude. And I, I think that's really damaging as well to your own career in Hollywood to come out and call out other actors and other productions and stuff like that. Like everybody who's involved in that production now would be like, say if I was like a casting director who worked for Blumhouse and something like that, and it's like, oh yeah, you should get that Daniel Harris guy. And he's like, ah, no, I met her on the red carpet and she was being a right bitch. There's no way I'm casting her in this film. Yeah, yeah, exactly that. And it's it's like any any show, no matter how big or small you are, or even us, we've had guests who've jilted us. We've had times we've been sat up till two in the morning waiting for for guests to arrive, and they never arrive, and they never respond to messages. We've yeah. never called them out. No, no, I wouldn't sit here now and say, "Be yeah, exactly." <laughs> I just wouldn't do it because. It's professional courtesy. Something happened, they yeah. couldn't make it, or whatever it was, even if they don't have an excuse, that doesn't give me the right to go, you're an arsehole, you dropped me in the shit, because you just don't do no. that. No, of course not. It's professional courtesy, exactly like you say. In my trade as a joiner, I, I get calls all the time. People are like, oh, I've had this joiner in, he's coming, he's fucked up this handrail, and can you come around and sort it out for me? And then I'll walk into a client's house, and they'll be like, so what do you think to this? And I'm like, I'm not here to pass judgment. I'm here to put it right for you if you want me to put it right. So, yeah, but well, what do you think from your professional opinion? I was like, my professional opinion is I can put it right for you and it's going to cost you this much. But I will tell you now, everybody has an off day and I have off days myself. So I'm not going to sit here and criticize somebody else's work to make you feel better about it. Let's just put it right and put it under the carpet. Forget yeah, about it. Exactly that. Exactly that. And I think that's a nice way to, to end the show because we're going to get inundated now with who stood you up. Yes. Well, I never tell. I never kiss and tell, so you will never hear from me. So please don't send those messages my way. You can send them to me, and I will just say it was Danielle Harris <laughs> and, and Scout Compton. <laughs> yeah, they were extremely rude about it, and they never listened to any episodes of our show either. No, terrible. <laughs> uh, right. Well, we will see you all at For Love of Horror if you're there. Um, if you're not. Don't worry, you will get to experience the event through things we put on YouTube, Instagram, TikTok. This show next week, we'll be telling you all about it, sharing clips. And yeah, you, you're going to get to experience it. If you are there, track us down, get a sticker, take a photograph, win a free T-shirt. Or just come and join us for a drink in the the after party. I'm not fast Either way, it's going to be yes. a blast. Yes, I like beer. I'll definitely be. I'm more inclined to be enjoyed after a few beers. <laughs> not that I'd be an arsehole during the day a uh, couple, con- couple of beers I will definitely be more cuddly with everybody I can confirm that Mark is much nicer when he's been drinking <laughs> and if you listen through our back catalogue you will be able to work out what episodes he drank on and what episodes he didn't <laughs> are you kidding me out there, there's only two episodes I've ever been on that I haven't drank on I okay don't, 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 don't say them this is a challenge. Anyone who's listening to this, can you name one of the episodes where Mark wasn't drinking? DM me. Yeah, there is two. There is two. Only two episodes that I've ever made it through server where I've literally just stuck to high quality H2O. Um, yeah. I'll how many give you episodes a hint. have we done now? We've done at least 40 episodes. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you a clue. It was not the monsters where Mark had the biggest rant and temper tantrum ever. It was not no, that episode. Definitely not. Definitely <laughs> not that episode. So that was the episode where you fell over afterwards. I did. I, I went down with a bang as well. <laughs> I thought I was absolutely fine. 
I thought it was fine. I thought like, oh, I've had a fair bit to drink, but I feel cool. I stood up after we'd finished. And I, do you know, I have all those posters and stuff behind me. I must have smashed about three of those and had to go out and replace a glass the next day. <laughs> like the worst headache ever afterwards. Uh, Don't drink, kids. It's not cool. Yeah. <laughs> what is it? Drink responsibly. <laughs> yeah. Drink responsibly. Not like Mark from the Euro podcast. <laughs> yeah. Not, not like I said for love of horror. We will show you how to drink responsibly at for love of horror. I will definitely school a lot of you in how to drink like an idiot. So please come see. It'll be fun. Yeah. <laughs> all right. That's enough. I'm going. I'll speak to you all later. Cheers, guys. Bye. Whatever you do, don't fall asleep. Hi, I'm Chucky. Wanna play? Sometimes. That is right. Look at me, Damien. <laughs> Sarah, love you, I am the devil. And I am here to do the devil's work. We all go a little mad sometimes. You know, it's Halloween. I guess everyone's a time with one good scare, huh? What an excellent day for an exorcism. Open the pod bay doors, Hal. I'm sorry, Dave. I'm afraid I can't do that.